Welcome to Poets from the Neighborhood. My name is Sandy Coomer. And I'm David M. Harris. We hope you'll enjoy the poems we'll be reading today, poems written by your friends and neighbors. We start with Brazilian Jazz in the Background by Barbara E. Young. Noisy rain on glass and gutters, cars unzip may-wet streets. Infinity has room for hummingbirds squeaking, has a footstool on its front porch for death. How many used-up universes clutter its attics? Their jointed eons swollen and stiff, do they now praise petunias and dawn and repeat jokes they snubbed as uncouth back before time? I have a crush on fate, that sophomore puzzle hatched from long talks and sunrises pink as cartoons. My counting heart denies eternity, but if I'm right, I'll never know the truth. Wrong, after death I wish for peanut butter as I walk dawn beaches with divinity. I Am Not That Orange by Katherine Moore. In the middle of this Tennessee autumn, never quite burgundy and far from yellow, I shy away from bright-sided, that eternal optimism in sunrise, its neon promises at night. I am not that slash of tangerine lipstick, that pop in silk scarf, color punch in a stiletto. I have lost the skip and bounce yesteryear, forgotten the mix of maize and apple from Crayola boxes, no longer crush or foxy cheetah or the smell of trouble. I am empty candy wrapper, lost penny, a fallen peel, shuffled, unraveled, collected, linted, ink pocked, life soil at the dark leather bottom of my satchel. A Different Tone by Jeff Hardin. Maybe if I held my poem in another language, a tongue I cannot read or speak, if its tone were different, more explicit or less so, clearer about its own uncertainties, then I wouldn't need to sit for hours in a gathering silence to hear how, even when here, the poem is really elsewhere. It is standing at a barn door while a man inside reaches a bucket back to its nail. The poem waits beside a river where a crowd amens a family's baptism. Unlike so many, it is not weary. It continues, it moves, past the baker opening his shop and the wino asleep at the edge of an alleyway. Neither notices metaphor, enjambment, metrical substitution, vowel to consonant ratio, assertion versus question. Soon the poem has entered seminary. It wants to know how certain words translated incorrectly or incompletely have warped, even defiled our view of nature, love, government, so much about which our confidence leads us astray. Maybe the poem is searching for a hush that silences whoever speaks. Was Heraclitus correct? Most of us ill-equipped to experience words. Is strife really justice? Will the boundaries of the soul never be found? Perhaps if the poem were bolder, shyer, more forgiving, less heedful. If the poem were filled with hillsides of snow or geese elongating the sky's eternity. The poem is only itself, 
going where it goes? Can it even be trusted? For out of nothing its language had to be invented to contain it. How poor it is, how insecure, how unremarkable. It thinks its last line a beginning, an inquiry that finally gets somewhere until nothing more is found. No word or image, no metaphor or aphorism, no anaphora or caesura, no mourning or joyful noise, no arc of light to trace, no cardinal flying again and again against a window, lightly, insistently. Not enough to batter itself to death, but enough to remind us we cannot enter even what we see through. Coffee Morning Service by Kristen Kindle. Believers beseech the goddess. Corner church releases the incense. Roasted perfume fills the air. Espresso's name entices a call to welcome lovers of brewed delights. With fast and twisting bursts of steam, the brew is rich, a jolt of penance paid. Disciples drink up, savor oneness, feel complete. The chalice is finished, tossed and crumpled. Walk away, apostles, pray another day. Nightfall, a poem of mine. In the grass, crickets sing the heat. Behind me, dogs crunch kibble. Above, silent bats prowl. Dark ghosts fluttering and swooping over roof and yard, careening through the trees and feasting, blue-collar flyers sweeping the air. They draw me up to the great dog, to the hunter, out of the blood that draws the mosquitoes. Love is a Playground by Raymond Presson. My son is playing dodgeball on the playground of his young heart ducking and swerving in order to be struck square by the fickle affection of seventh grade girls. Bethany has loved him twice now, the sequel shorter than the original, which was but a brochure. He doesn't understand the evolving and revolving mind of the female, how to jump on and jump off the merry-go-round without being injured. It reminds me of the trick we played on one another in grammar school with our seesaw partner on the plank lifted high in the thrilling air. We suddenly dismounted, which brought the mate crashing to earth with a thud clank. I wish I could tell him girls will outgrow that, but perhaps I should tell him that any time his feet aren't touching the ground, he should always keep his knees bent. Thank you for watching Poets from the Neighborhood. We hope you'll join us again soon.